Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show, coming at you live from beautiful downtown Langhorn and on blogtalkradio.com. Shut up, beautiful downtown Langhorn. (laughs) I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and with me, as always, my sister from another mister, the yin to my yang, the female version of myself, the one and only, Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing fantastic. And I got to tell you, if I ever had a sister, it would be pretty much just like Jewel. We're like, we're like this. I know you can't see this on the radio, but it's like that little <laughs> finger's knot. She sees it. She's giggling. Jules got on, folks. Jules got on her Philadelphia Eagles hat. Represent. Represents a little chilly in the studio tonight, but Jules got her hat on. I've got a hat on too, but it's it's not Eagles. But that's all right. By the time I am done flapping my gums telling about the Eagles and my little symbol back here behind me in the studio, you're gonna realize just how big of fans we are, and we are psyched up for Saturday night. Actually, Saturday, mid-afternoon, about 3.30, the Atlanta Falcon shits come to town to take on our Eagles. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Remember, go to the Stoop Radio Network on Facebook, hashtag fuck the Falcons. No, fuck Atlanta. I'm sorry. Fuck Atlanta. Put a picture up for show your Eagle spirit. Not a lot of pictures. Show your Eagle spirit. Stoop fans. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> That's the subdued, subdued joke. Subdued. See what I did there? Uh, anyway, let's start off the show by thanking our guest from Monday night, the outstanding band from Canada, the Dead South. Jewel, what'd you think of them guys? Oh my God. I was so happy they came on and they were just really cool, down to earth folks. And they were great. I friggin' am such a fan of their music and it was awesome. And they just seemed like they love to have a good time and. I can't wait to see them live one day. I agree. Hopefully one day that'll come. Those guys are definitely like the Stoop House Band. They slug whiskey, they get drunk, they need a little uh, liquid courage to get on stage. and uh, Great stuff, man. Cool stories, great music. We love it. The Dead South. Check them out. Again, I'll give them a quick plug. www.thedeadsouth.com Got a tour going on of Canada, United States, UK. So they're all over the place. And speaking of great music, which we always love to do, we got one tonight. Lovely young lady, 18 years old, fast-rising country star. Her name is Brianna James, and she'll be here tonight with us a little bit later on. We're going to play two, maybe three songs, two, maybe three, depending on our flow, um, to get to know this young lady. She is um, 
very beautiful young lady, very talented, great voice, mega talent, acting, modeling, athletics, you name it, this girl's got it. And we got her here tonight for you on the Stoop Radio Show, probably around 8.30. What do you think? I'm so excited. She seems like such a sweetheart. And, uh, yeah, I just love having these young people on that, that just really are on the verge of kicking off their career. And it's so exciting to watch. And uh, I know she's going to be great. So I'm really excited to talk to her. Same here. Uh, and we, we learned a thing or two from the youngsters, uh, their focus, their drive, uh, how they keep humble and, you know, they're still a kid on top of a star. And uh, we haven't had a bad one yet. They all really have focus and they have great goals in mind. And uh, Brianna should be no different. And can't wait to talk to her a little bit later on tonight. Before we do any of that, top five time. We love doing the top five list on the stoop. It's one of our favorite things. Um, normally, we try and dedicate it towards a guest. We did country stuff already, so we'll go somewhere a little bit off case, something a little bit different. <laughs> um, <laughs> top five things that you want to do before you die. I'm not being worried about things die. I mean, it's kind of, like, kind of like a bucket list. You know what I mean? It's five bucket things list. you always wanted to do. Yeah. Five things you always wanted to do. You think you're going to do them. You want to try to do them. And you want to do them before it's too late. Sounds good? All right. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll kick it off. I see you're still writing. I'm still thinking. <laughs> Doodling. Go ahead. <laughs> Doodling's good. I know I tend to bore the shit out of you, so doodling is good. <laughs> now, let's, let's go with um, five things I'd like to do before I die. And number five is one that's on a lot of people's list. I'm going to say it anyway. Skydiving. Hmm. Uh, it looks dangerous as shit. looks scary. But the rush and the thrill of getting out there at least once has always appealed to me. I know you got to take classes, and, and it's not cheap, but, you know. Like I said, you want to live once, why not skydive number five? Number four, I always wanted to do this. I've been told time and time again to do this. Everybody tells me I'm not too old to do this. I'm going to learn the drums. I want to professionally play drums. Like I want to learn it, be taught it. I want to, you know, I want to rip into the drums. Oh, man. Yeah. Not like my little drum set that I have here at the studio. I think I broke. You should meet my brother, my other brother. Yeah? He's a great drummer. Yeah, he's in a band and stuff. I'm pretty jealous. He lives in West Virginia, though. Or Next time he's up, I'll have him play the drums, have him teach you a little something. Road trip. Yeah. Have him as, like, the house Definitely. Be in the studio. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> number three, uh, number three. I'm sure my wife is going to hate to hear this, but I always wanted to visit the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> house full of, uh, a house just full of lovely girls playing volleyball and walking around <laughs> in her underwear. You know? I mean, I hear, if, if, I hear, like, if you don't have big money, they're not really into you. That's fine. My wife don't have to worry. <laughs> I'm not going to have no big bucks. Just walk to check it out. I always just wanted to see it, to see what all the mystique is about. That's number three. Right. Number two, this one's far-fetched. I never see this happening, but I still love the idea. I always wanted to fly a plane. Mm. Always wanted to learn it and get out there and just be on top of the world and, and flying around. I'd probably chicken out. I'd probably get a little scared. It'll always sound exciting to me. Flying a plane, you, number two. Yeah, go ahead. Would you ever go in like a small plane? Ah, God. Yeah, that's the thing. I couldn't even be a passenger in one. Yeah. They're, they're so sketchy. Really... Yeah, it, it sounds scary. Rest in peace, Roy Halliday. Jesus. And John And number Denver. one. And John Denver. 
Number one, and I see this someday as something that can happen. I just got to get up the balls to shell out the cash for it. I want to go to a Super Bowl. I want to be at the Super Bowl. And I really don't care who's playing. I just want to be there. I want to say that one time I got to the Super Bowl. I've been to a World Series game. <clears throat> That's it. I've been to a World Series. I've never been to an NBA championship. never been to an NHL Stanley Cup game. never been to the Super Bowl. But three of the four are a little more easy to to come by than that one big one, Super Bowl, where tickets are like a minimum of like $4,000. And they're normally yeah. in cities too close. That's a toughie, but that would be, number one, I'd like to get to a Super Bowl. And I'd also like, on my bucket list, to hear Jewel Tatey's top five bucket list stuff. Oh, geez. Oh, you know geez. What I, you know what's fun to tack on yours? Um, I've been to, like, a college bowl game. They're really fun. Like, I've been Man, to Penn State. I, I went that's to, cool. uh, it was the um, the Dolphin Stadium, the Orange Bowl in Miami. Mm. So that was really cool. So, that's yeah, that's, real- like, the next best thing. I think Sierra performed. Like, it was still a big spectacular um but no that's cool good list um number five believe it or not we live so close to new york but i've never been to times square i've never been to like broadway or any of that i've been to like i don't know the meatpacking district and i haven't even seen like (laughs) the statue of liberty like in a good view so i would like to go to new york and just like spend a day or two there, that'd be awesome. Um, Same you know respect, cool. like. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off, but you know what's really cool? No, we no. took a cruise. We took a cruise out of New York to Bermuda, and you actually passed the Statue of Liberty. That's not nice. super close, but it's pretty cool. So that's just a little something to put on your list. There. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't need like the ferry ride, like just to get that close to it would be pretty neat. Um, yeah, I haven't been to a lot of places, so. Uh, that's one. I know travel's big on this list. Um, number four, I want to. I love elephants. I'm like obsessed with elephants. If you come to my apartment, it's like, you know, I'm not crazy, but there's a lot of elephants. There's my daughter's <laughs> room is like all elephants. I have an elephant tattoo. I love elephants. So I would love to swim. <laughs> Why are you giving me a look? Swim with an elephant in Thailand. You can do that there. And it looks super cool. And I would love to do that. And Thailand would just be a bonus. Um, I give her that funny so. look because, ladies and gentlemen, the elephant tattoo is right on her butt. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, got to rise down. You suck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Um, I would like to see everyone that I haven't yet in concert, in concert, live, close if possible. Um, people that come to mind are... Now, Beyonce, I I kind of fall off, but I still would like to see her live in some aspect. I saw her live at um, Live 8 when it was nice. in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. but, like, from really far away, her and Jay-Z. Um, Porter said, Ween, Susan Sumford, they're, like, probably top four on my list to go see live that I have. I've seen everyone else that I wanted to live. Ween. Um, now the Dead South, I got to add them on it and like all of our guests, because yeah. that, that, that's another one. I want to see every single one of our guests live, if possible, because they're all oh, great. Goddamn. Festival. I know, right? I know. Um, so what was that? Number three. Um, number two, have a creative job full time. I would love it to be the stoop. 
full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like to, you know, not have a regular job. I like to have creative jobs, um, and I try to have like three of them at once. So uh, I would love to do this too, full time. Um, and number one, again, travel, travel. I've never been to California, New Orleans. Canada, Mexico, overseas, Italy, France, Greece, Cyprus. I, d- I just want to travel. Um, maybe not Australia because they have big bugs. And <laughs> I like that could hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hear you. Bugs are definitely a negative. But uh, yeah, more more traveling. And that's I think pretty terrific. I think that's it. That's a, that it's actually that's a great list, and I like every bit of it. Um, yeah, a lot of things that we got to get to doing before we can't do them anymore. Right? Let's go through my list. Yeah, number five, skydive. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> going to bring a pretty big diaper. Number five, skydive. Number four, learn the drums. Number three, visit the Playboy Mansion strictly to see how they decorate it. Number two, fly an airplane. Number one, go to a Super Bowl. Jewel. Times Square, New York. Some of the New York sites. Visit the New York sites. I agree. Statue of Liberty, Times Square, all that good stuff. And you got to get a New York hot dog while you're out there from a street vendor. Number four, swim. Ah, yeah, pizza, I'm sure, is really good. Swim with the elephants is number four. I like that. It's good. Uh, Number three, in concert. Some bands you want to see in concert that you've never seen. Some of them are on your list that you absolutely feel that you have to see. Number two, a creative full-time job, a.k.a. the stoop, a.k.a vendors, business owners, people with money out there listening that want to sponsor us and give us a full-time job and do this all day long. Let's face it, we we all win. You'd win by having us entertain you all day long. Can you imagine having us, like, pretty much coming to your beck and call, like, all day long? (laughs) I would love it. Bring the party. (laughs) Bring the party. We'll do parties. We'll do live shows at your party. Yeah. And, of course... Travel and who doesn't like to travel? Surprised that Italy didn't make my list. That's that's huge. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I always want to get there. Yeah. So travel, of course, is always a smart one, and that's a great list. We ten things that we definitely oh, got to do. I got add a place and Cuba because I'm I'm Cuban partly, so I want to go there. Are you real? And you can go there now. So how about that? So Jewel Tady is a uh, one one hundredth Cuban. I'm a little. I think yeah. It's it's a. <laughs> My great, like, great-grandmom was Rivera, and I know she came there to, like, Miami, and, yeah, it was, like, a big, I I have some Cuban in me. (laughs) All right, how about that? Multi-talented, multi-racial, jewel-tating, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Very cool. All right, let's get through some, let's get through one topic of discussion, then we'll play a song, Uh, because this one is just outrageous. It's... (laughs) You know which one I'm going for, right? Oh, yeah. You know what topic I'm going for? Oh, yeah. It's our good friends over at Ikea Furniture. And I don't know if anybody's heard of this, but Ikea Furniture Stores, they've really gone all out here for advertising. A new ad for baby cribs. Yeah, they want females to pee on the ad. Yes, pee on the ad. And if it proves positive that you're pregnant, they'll offer a substantial discount on your crib. What the fuck, Joel? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Don't you want a discount on your crib? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know if I'll see my wife squat down and pee on a 
ad favor, but tell me uh, as a uh, mother and maybe a mother again in the future, uh, peeing on an ad for a discount, how do you feel? See, the thing is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I took 20 pregnancy tests. Like, I took two. It was a two-pack, and I believed it because it was a good brand. EPT, you know, very very legit brand. I don't know well, about peeing on a piece of paper. What if, now, I heard someone say this, what if it's contaminated? Who the hell is touching that piece of paper in a magazine, putting their hands on it, messing up your hormone level imbalances? And, uh, yeah, but um, you you should... What they have in Black Mirror is you pee on the thing. It's like a little computer, and it either has a baby, like going like this, like a rattle, like going back and forth, or it has no, like you're good. Um, I saw this, and then I saw another similar story today, and it was like a flushable pregnancy test for people who are in like abusive relationships that <laughs> may not wonder, or like in unsafe situations, so they can like discard the results. But I don't know if I would trust a flushable freaking pregnancy test. That just seems like, I mean, essentially, it's just a little piece of fabric, right? Yeah, I but know. I, you know. <laughs> I want to know. I, but the discount. I suppose you never, uh, I suppose you never flushed a condom down the toilet. <laughs> not to tell you what happens there. So I'm not flushing the pregnancy test because you flush, you flush a uh, condom down a toilet <sighs> in a bad sewer system district. Uh, and it'll get caught in there, and your parents will find it, and you know, you'll be like a you'll be like a 16 year old kid, and your parents will ask you why they found a condom in your sewage system. And I'm not mentioning any names. I'm not saying this actually happened to anybody who is a host or co-host <laughs> of this radio show. But yeah, oh I've heard stories. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's the same with got... feminine napkins. You know, you can't flush those down. Feminine. <laughs> Napkins, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> That's the new phrase. That's going to be the new be buzzword. Don't be, <laughs> at, at, you know, at the don't end of the show, instead of, saying, right. <laughs> instead of saying don't be a douche, don't be a feminine napkin. Jewel Tatey, copyright 2018. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh Nicely done. Feminine napkin. Yeah, condom got stuck in the toilet system and dad got the, you know, rented the snake from one of the hardware stores and uh, he pulled it out and, yeah. Great time. <laughs> Good and when you're 16 years old, uh, when you're 16, I'm looking at like, how the hell did that get there? I know how it got there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Teaches you two lessons. Number one, don't have sex in your parents' house. Number two, after your parents, God forbid, pass away, you can tell any story you want because it ain't like they're going to find out. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> So I won't tell stories about having sex outside of their house and stuff like that. I won't say nothing like that. So are you buying the magazine, though, to pee on it or not? <laughs> what if I pee on it? I'm afraid. What if I pee on it? It's positive. We've got a problem. Be suing Ikea. I think that means you have something wrong with you. I know um, if you well, have the pregnant. <laughs> no, it's some, like, uh, urinary thing. Like, you have, I don't know. UTI. I don't no, know. maybe it's some kind of. I don't know. It's some kind of deficiency. If you pee on a pregnancy thing, like as a man, and have it come up. I should look that up. <laughs> never never planned on it, but maybe now I'll try. <laughs> but the amount of uh, alcohol that I drink, and possibly you drink as well, that damn magazine would sizzle in a matter of minutes. So, I'm not going to try that. We are going to try. We're going to try and change the very awkward subject. 
from peeing on magazines to excellent music. <laughs> Great segue. My apologies to the lovely Brianna James. You're probably listening. What the hell is he talking about? This is how he yeah. leads into my song. Now we're going to lead Sorry. into this song. Um, it's a really good song, too. I love this song. It's called mm-hmm. Hot. And, uh, you know, when you're a uh, young, feisty, talented artist, you can sing songs like this, and people love it. But this one's worth listening to. I'm telling you, if you're a country music fan um, and you're out there, and like, stay for all three songs. They're worth it. And I know, you know, everybody gets out to country concerts in this area, so why not? Check this young lady out. Again, Brianna James is her name. Here's the first song I'm going to play tonight. It's called Hot. It's about 2 minutes and 39 seconds, so we'll be back to you shortly right here on The Stoop. Be right back. Got a boombox that's sitting on a hood of a hand-down rag top. He beating down both of our backs, and I'm watching the sweat drop. From Monday and baseball cap to my one side is your oh so. I'm going to tell her. I don't know if you agree, but her looks, her music, the kind of um, groovy little in your face style, kind of Shania Twain ish, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I think that yeah. I could be wrong. I think um, that's one of our idols. Awesome. We're going to find out. We're going to ask her when she uh, comes on to the show about seven minutes from now. 
The song is uh, hot. And if you uh, pay attention to the show and you follow it, that's the cover where she is. She's on that motorcycle. One answer she rides. That motorcycle is pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's she does. Motorcycle. Maybe she does. I mean, she does a lot. It's a pretty talented kid. God bless her, man. I, you know, makes me feel like I missed the boat a little bit. But hey, I've got, yeah, this, well. <laughs> I've got this outstanding radio show that thousands upon thousands of people listen to. So, I'm good. I'm hot. Hot. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking from my Stanley Cup mug and <laughs> hanging out with Jill Tady and all our lovely listeners. You know? Because it's a stoop, goddamn, and this is what we do here. We have a damn good time. Um, 8.24. want to uh, send out a little bit of a congratulations, even though it's got a lot of rumblings. Alabama Crimson Tide won the national championship Monday night. A lot of talk, a lot of bullshit about it, how they should have blown out Georgia, blah, blah, blah. But you know what, though? They won. And it doesn't matter if you win pretty or you win ugly, as long as you win. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, I know people are anti-Alabama. That's fine. I'm not really an Alabama fan either. But uh, I predict them to win, and that's why I like to say, I like my picks to be right. Because it doesn't happen often, as you've seen the other night. That was a disaster. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we can either... Uh, this is the, the teetering moment. We have about five minutes to go before our guest. Do I play another song, or do I get into another topic? Maybe that's hmm. What do we do? Hmm. Let's see. I can't take this pressure. <laughs> you pick. Okay, let's play another song <laughs> from tonight's guest, uh, Brianna James, country singer, lovely young lady, currently residing in Los Angeles, California. Uh, we've got a couple songs from her. We had um, the one called Hot. This is one that is called, um, I'm sorry, this one's called Blush. Three minutes, 43 seconds, good little number here. Brianna James, check her out. This song is called Blush Movie Back Shortly. You're a game changer, and I'm thinking my heart may be in danger, yeah. And I don't want to face it, but I can't change it. You're staring, and I'm swearing. You know just what you're doing, hey So I roll my eyes, but I can't hide this need This reason that I can't sleep I know that I'm in too deep, but I just can't deny You make me blush Like a little kid with a crush I'm trying my best to be tough But you electrify me and damn it's running So baby, won't you hush you ain't gotta say too much You just give me that look And I'm hooked and I'm trying not to show But you make me blush 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 How do you undo I thought I was before you came along No, she's long gone it's crazy how easy you break these walls around me, hey. And I try to fight it, but I kind of like this need. And you don't see that I can't sleep. I know that I'm in too deep, but I just can't. 
You make me blush Like a little kid with a crush I'm trying my best to be tough But you electrify me and damn it's running But baby won't you hush Cause you ain't gotta say too much You just give me that look and I'm hooked and I'm trying not to show But you make me blush Blush like a little kid with a crush. Remember them days? <laughs> I miss them days. No offense to my wife. I, I still have a crush on my wife. But you know it is. How cute it is to have somebody uh, just movie like that. That's great stuff. Brianna James, who was our guest and should be with us any moment. Two songs from her so far hot and blush. Uh, easy to remember and easy to pronounce. <laughs> Thank God <Yes>. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some crazy ones. Yeah, we sure did. But it's fun. Um, what is the one by um, Shannon? Hooray, Nosley? I still think hooray, I, sir. Hooray, Uriah Heap. I still can't pronounce Chrysanthemum. that. Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Daffodil, uranium, geranium. <laughs> it's a great song, though. I just still can't pronounce it. Yeah. Only, uh, yeah. Deep meaning, though. Being, uh, <laughs> you know, one of the drawbacks of this, uh, of this gig. Um Speaking of gigs and music and all that great stuff, I think we are ready to go the moment we have all waited for tonight. Our very special guest, Miss Brianna James. Brianna, good evening and welcome to the Stoop Radio Show. Hi. Hi. Hi, Brianna. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing great. We are uh, very excited to have you on. Um, very uh, lovely young lady. Very talented. We played two of your songs already tonight and we love what we hear so we're excited for tonight. This should be great. Hopefully, uh, make yourself at home here with us, and we're going to ask you some questions about your career. So, uh, if you're ready, we're ready. I'm totally ready. And uh, just first off, thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> and, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, the, the, the magic of social media. We go through uh, Twitter, Facebook. We try to find acts. I saw you. I heard your stuff. And we just absolutely had to come get you on. And uh, we like country music here. So 
for big fans. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're, you're a young lady yet, but your career seems to be off to a great start. Uh, when did you start getting into music? Um, honestly, I get asked this question a lot, and there was never really a time that I woke up and I was like, um, hey, I, I want to try out the singing thing. No, it's, it's kind of <laughs> just like something I've done my whole life. Like, from the moment I could open my mouth at two years old, I was singing, like, I was running around the house singing, uh, fruit salad, yummy, yummy. <laughs> but, um, a live performance. I think right? I, yeah, there you go. I think I started uh, writing music when I was, like, around seven years old, and I, I didn't even realize I was, like, trying to write a song. It was just something I was doing for fun. And I think one day I kind of woke up and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm a singer. Like, you know, it was just something I've always done. I didn't even... It's just my natural, like, path kind of took me to music. Yeah. And uh, so we read that you were born in Nashville, but then moved to Mississippi, and now you're based in L.A. Um, How has that kind of influenced your music career? Oh, it's a a ton. You know, I I I was born in Nashville, Tennessee, and then when I was around two years old, I moved to Mississippi. And living in the south and growing up with the parents that I grew up in and you know they they lived in Houston Texas for the longest time their favorite music was country music and I was always in the car with them and that was constantly what was playing on the radio and what was playing at stores I went to and everywhere so I grew up with that kind of engraved in my mind but Mm -hmm. I was also obsessed with Hannah Montana you know so I moved out (laughs) to California after a while and I got a mix of the country world and now I'm starting to learn a little bit about the pop world and it's influenced things like my taste in music it's influenced my taste in clothes and so I've got a little bit of the best of both worlds and I've put in a little little bit of LA into my music and everything so it's just different you know yes yeah it's cool. cool it's awesome to make this kind of move why, and yeah go ahead I guess that's why I would call them what I do pop country you know what I mean oh yeah for sure yeah, that's the way to do it. You want to be popular and, and mixing country music. And I agree with you. It's, it's a great way to go. Um, so is that like uh, the L.A. scene? It it sounds backwards to people because Nashville is kind of like the heart of country. And you said like Houston, Texas and all that. Um, do you feel the move to L.A. is going to help you branch out and bring more country to a wider audience? Well, yes, yes and no. When I said I, I moved to L.A., like that's where I got like – the pop influence and originally I moved to LA actually for acting because I was I want to say I was like eight or nine years old and I was watching Hannah Montana and I told my mother like oh that's what I want to do that's because I went to her concerts <laughs> and everything and it just looked like a blast to me so my mom and my parents being as supportive as they are they dropped their business and everything and they moved out to California wow. for me and I started doing acting and booking a bunch of shows so eventually we moved out there but without even realizing it, my course just naturally took to music, and I kind of put the acting aside. Which, don't get me wrong, I would totally do acting, but my first sure. like choice, my first love and everything is music. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. And you see actresses now who get the opportunity to do both in the same, um, you know, they act and, and perform their own music. Uh, would you, what what kind of, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, would you ever want to do that? Like maybe sing and act in the same movie or TV yeah, show? Yeah, totally. 
I think if I got an opportunity to act in something that I was interested in, I totally wouldn't wouldn't pass it up. I would absolutely do acting. You know, it was something I had a lot of fun in, depending on what it was. You know what I mean? Like if it was something that a role I believed in or something. But my first love and my first choice will always be music. If I had to decide between the two of them, I would choose music any day. That's great. That's very cool, and, and we like that. Uh, we've had a we've had a few younger musicians come on the show lately. Um, they dedicate a lot of time to making music and playing instruments and learning the trade. Uh, how much time in a day do you say you spend uh, writing music and thinking about music? Is it constant, or do you separate it through the day? Yeah, it's definitely um, it's different. You know what I mean? Because one four in the morning, be going through, and I'll immediately get up and start. And I knows, but once I start writing a song, it's it's weird. It's like I can't stop because I'm so hyper focused on it. But it just honestly <laughs> right. it just depends when I get that. It depends when I get that feeling, you know. I just go off of that, and it's at random times throughout the day, at four in the morning, in the middle of the day after I get off of a session. Sometimes I'll go home and immediately write another song. Like it just depends. But it happens all the time. Um, I I just saw your your original Christmas song too wrapped wrapped in you. Um, that that was yeah. so great. I loved I loved the song. Um, are you thinking about making more Christmas songs maybe in the future? Oh, absolutely. I have. Um, that was actually an idea I had in my. I actually I put like a bunch of song ideas in my songwriting notes. And it's just random titles and everything. And I was thinking like I've never wrote a Christmas song before. So I was just thinking of clever little titles and, like, love songs. I was like, it'd be cute to, like, write a song called Wrapped in You, where it's kind of like gift wrapping, but, like, wrapped in you. So I've got not only Wrapped in You, but other song titles in there, like Naughty or Nice and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely open to writing more Christmas songs in the future. That's great. That's great. Everybody loves Christmas music. Christmas music is timeless. I don't care what month it is. I can listen to Christmas music in April. Um, Yeah. A lot of your your songs have a lot to do with – like young love and interest and like people getting excited about love and now Christmas stuff. Um, is a lot of it um, like the real you, like you singing love stories about your, your current life or just stuff that you realize in general? Uh, yeah. Honestly, me as a writer, I have two sides to me. I have, well, my personality, I am obsessed with the idea of love. Let's get that off first. I still, I still believe right. in fairy tales <laughs> at 19 years old and happy endings and all that stuff. But I write, in one way as an author where I make up stories and I write from personal experience. I have several songs out there that are about my ex-boyfriend. A lot I haven't uh-huh. even released yet. And it's completely <laughs> from my heart, you know? And then there's uh-huh. some that are just stories I've made up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. But it, it works, like bands like No Doubt and, you know, stuff like that. And some of their best stuff was about breakup music. And you know what? People like it. People like the, the true tales, and we like real stories, and that's kind of what we try to do on the show. We try to get to, like, the real inside part of your life. So, I mean, whatever makes it work, mm-hmm. just let it rip. So, at your age, uh, what do you do when you're not performing? Like, what makes you, like, a regular young lady out there in the world? What do you like to do when you're downtime? Well, I mean, general answer, I love hanging out with my friends, but um, I, I love watching movies, and a big hobby of mine, honestly, which I don't get to do a lot of, would be horse riding. I love animals. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. That really is. That's something I want to do. It's not on my bucket. We kind of did a um, 
We kind of do like a top five bucket list on our show. We always do a top five list. So maybe we'll throw it to you real quick. Give us like a top three bucket list, like things you absolutely feel you want to do in your lifetime. It's weird because all my bucket list stuff is like related to like my music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine too. That's um, good. <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know even what award I want to win, but I want to win some kind of award in songwriting because I'm so passionate about songwriting and like I just want people to recognize that I'm not just a singer that goes into songwriting uh, songwriting sessions and gets credit for it. Like I actually do the work and I put in the work because it's so passionate. Like I'm so passionate about it and it's so important to me. I want people to recognize that I'm a songwriter, you know. That and I, you know, I want to, um, honestly, a bucket list right now. I'm 19 and I don't even drive yet because I'm so busy <laughs> just doing like the music stuff and getting chauffeured to do that, that I haven't really had time to get my license. So that's kind of a, a short time goal oh. right now is my license. <laughs> I was older than that too, so don't worry, you have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's. So, how about oh, I'm one sorry. more thing? Oh, one more bucket list thing? Yeah, <laughs> just one more thing. We got the two. Oh, You're yeah. not going to know if that is. We got to get you one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, well, this one would probably be more serious, but I definitely, you know, I want to get married eventually one day down the road and have a family and all that kind of stuff. That is a goal for me. Oh, you're romantic. (laughs) I know. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so besides your originals, which are phenomenal, um, you do some excellent covers. I saw your cover of Jolene and Heathens and you do a couple others, Rihanna, Selena Gomez. Uh, do you enjoy doing the covers and are you looking to do and doing any more for like your YouTube channel? Yeah, I love doing it. And I like songs that I really enjoy singing cause I have a lot of fun doing them. Like I think one of my favorite covers I've done is issues by Julia Michaels. Yeah. I love that song, but I really do enjoy doing the covers, and originally I started doing that for um, content and trying to create a fan base and just people getting people to recognize that I'm I'm a singer and stuff and just putting content out there. So I think it's just right now is figuring out like what my fans want to hear and stuff besides my uh, originals. You know what I mean? But I do really enjoy putting out the covers. It's great. I think it's important for people to do, and it just it it helps you just see a different side of that song, which I love. I look up covers all the time and, and yours are really great. So yeah, about it. I love doing like, <laughs> I love doing like tributes to um, artists in general, just to like show my respect for their work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, how were you discovered? Like who first found you? How did you get involved with management and all who first, uh, where was like some of your big first performances that people took notice and said, Hey, this girl's going to be something. Actually, yeah, when my, my career kind of had, a, like, a kickstart and I finally started, like, getting into co-writing sessions and all sort of stuff like that is when I met my manager. And how I met her, long story short, was through a producer I started working with. He introduced me to my vocal coach. And after a while getting to know my vocal coach, I would show him songs that I would write and stuff, and he had a manager. And I guess that he saw something in me after a while because – he told his manager, like, hey, you really need to listen to this girl. Like, she's, she's got she's got the stuff. So she yeah. came out and 
listen to me recording one of my original songs. And the next thing you know, I'm having a meeting with her. And next thing you know, she's my manager and she's putting me in co-writing sessions and doing meetings with me and all sorts of stuff. So meeting her and getting discovered through my my vocal coach of all people. <laughs> He's an awesome guy. But that's kind of <laughs> awesome. how everything started. That's awesome. All it takes is that one person to like give you that push, you know. Um, yeah, the right people at the right time. So who who are you listening to now? Like any new artists right. you relate to? Yeah, right now I am, especially today, I've literally been jamming the song over and over again, would be um, Dan and Shay, Tequila. I think they released it like today, actually. Oh, cool. It's super good song. <laughs> They're one of my favorite <laughs> it's artists. It's also a... Uh... It's also a super good beverage. I know you're a little young for that yeah. yet, but <laughs> you know, I, I I know I'm only 19, but I have like you know tasted it before because I'm not really I don't really girl. drink or anything. <laughs> Even when I'm like 21, I don't think I'll really be a, like a drinker type girl. But <laughs> I have tasted it before, and I am allergic to tequila. I have found out. What? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, when I drink it, I I get really hoarse and I sound like a man. Oh man, <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> that's not actually allergic. Like that is called that's called tequila doing this job. That's not being allergic. You're like exactly <laughs> right there. Tequila's <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, that's, that's just Jesus. It's just Jesus way of there, keeping me from drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it makes the hearts and stuff. It'll do it. So, uh, what are some of the bigger shows you've played? And uh, do you have any touring lined up? You're trying to get together with artists. What, what's on the horizon? Yeah, I'm starting to get into, like, performing right now and stuff. I think a big performance I had one time that I think was really cool is a long time ago, I actually had a performance at the House of Blues out here in California. Oh, and nice. that was really cool for me. But, yeah, right now we're putting together uh, different dates and different venues and stuff and just trying to meet with record labels and stuff. That's kind of what's on my agenda right now is getting together my best songs and meeting with record labels and stuff like that. And you have to come to the East Coast because we'll be sure to <laughs> check you out here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of I want to go everywhere as far as possible. So not just the USA tour, world tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in the, I mean, we are in the East Coast. We come out of like the Philadelphia area. But I got to tell you, country music is very popular out here, and I'm sure they would love you. Your songs are great. Um, we really enjoy them. So, um are, are you going to base it out of L.A., or are you going to stay there? Is that that seem to be your comfort zone? My favorite place that I've been to so far, and, and honestly where I would want to live, would be Nashville, Tennessee, to be completely honest. It's just where right. I kind of, like I, like, I fit in and where my family is, and not just family as in, like, blood family. And my time around would be based out of Nashville. But I know I'm in Nashville. Home day. I mean, I just kind of go back and forth a month at a time. Yeah, it's not too bad. You're, you're you're making your way around. That's good too. Adding you know a little world experience to your music, which is very cool. Um, we also noticed you do some modeling. I also read that you're um, quite athletic. Where do you find time for all this talent? Like, how do you cram all this in? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> modeling. Since I've gotten really serious into music, but I always enjoyed. And you know, it's not just 
not just modeling for print jobs and stuff. It's, it comes music because I have, to, I have to do photo shoots for like covers for like songs and stuff, you know, like cover shots and sure. even Instagram pictures and all sorts of. As far as the I um, well, that's not really a word, but <laughs> I grew up with a father <laughs> who um, was heavy into football and all sorts of stuff. So I guess that's kind of in my genes. I grew up in, in cheerleading, back a little bit of volleyball. I don't have as much time for sports nowadays, but I do try to get like into the gym and then you know what I mean. <laughs> Just um, yeah, keeping the energy up and everything, keeping healthy. Yeah, and it's important just to be on stage, you know, have that stamina. Um, So if you could collaborate with anyone right now, who would it be? Taylor Swift and Sam Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just throw it out. (laughs) Also, actually, Shania Twain, too. I love her. She's one of my biggest influences, you know, and she's just legendary. I, I don't know how I could ever stand next to her and perform with her because I would just be in shock. But Taylor Swift, because in a way, she grew up teaching me how to write music. And not because I personally know her, but because I I used to listen to her music so much that when I would try to write songs, I would almost try to make it sound like Taylor Swift. So in a way, she kind of taught me how to do music also because she's a legend. (laughs) Sam Hunt, because I'm a big fan of him and I love his writing style. I think it's really amazing. And Shania, just because how do you not... How do you not love Shania Twain? <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny. Before uh, before we got on the show, uh, we do a little pre-show warm-up here, and I told Jewel that you remind me of a young Shania Twain. You got that groove in your music. You got the look. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's very Shania. I think so. Totally. You. you have no idea how, like, how, the, how much that warms my heart. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's what we do here. It's super heartwarming and, and friendly. Um <laughs> So <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, who's uh, some of the most um, famous people you might have met so far in the country music scene since you've got started? Uh, when I was a little girl and I broke my arm, I met Faith Hill and she signed my cast. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I remember because I was like a baby, but I have my cast somewhere around my house in like a little paper brown bag that her signature is on. So I still like fangirl every day when I see that. That's so cool. Um, I've met a lot of people in, in like uh, LA actually, just because it's such a happening place. But one of the nicest people I've met, honestly, is she's just a sweetheart would be Jessica Simpson. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> she's That's really amazing. cool. It's a little surprising, I guess, from what we hear. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's good when you find out people are genuine. <laughs> yeah. And then I met her alongside of Selena Gomez, David Henry, and Demi Lovato. And they were sitting in a restaurant. And because I was so, like, into Wizards of Waverly Place, I almost... <laughs> If I could go back in time, I would cry. I'd be like, I love you, Taylor. Oh. <laughs> Especially Faith Hill. I mean, I'll, I'll break any limb I can to have her come sign my case. Yeah, seriously. I'll just re my arm. There you go. Um, so uh, 
honestly, just we have had such a great time. Thank you so much for coming on. For those of you who want to learn more, BriannaJamesMusic.com. And, of course, you can find her on Facebook, uh, Brianna James. You can find her on Twitter. Her music's on Apple Music, on Spotify. Find the music. Listen to Brianna because she is going to get somewhere. I'm telling you, a fabulous girl. She's got it all together, thank the you. looks, the talent. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for taking time to come on. i got to ask you, would you like to do it again sometime soon? Absolutely. I had a, I'm already having a blast. And thank you so much for having me, honestly. Absolutely. Oh, thank really, you. It's a pleasure. And thank you so much for coming on. We're going to play another song after we let you go. But again, everybody, Miss Brianna James, Fast Rising Country Star. Thank you so much for coming on the Stoop Radio Show. And have yourself a great evening. And good luck for the rest of your career. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Love, absolutely lovely. And that's what we like to do. We like getting the uh, the young artists on here because they're real. They have a, a passion. They know what they want in life with their goals. And they do such a great job. And, and she was lovely. Like I said before, the show, she seems sweet. She seems lovely. She is. She's got it all together. Uh, great voice. Great talent. Personable, a whole nine yards. We wish her nothing but the best of luck. Yeah, she reminds me of Taylor Gale and Bella. Like, these girls just know what they want. They're going for it. They're not letting anything stop them. And I believe that they are going to just blow up and just look out for them because they're coming. Agreed. And the funny thing is her bucket list consisted of someday she wants to get married. And that's lovely. How sweet. I had that on mine, and then I crossed it out. <laughs> my wife made her way to the studio, and I think my wife said, don't do it. Is that what you said? You telling <laughs> Brianna James, our guest, even though she's not with us, she we let her go, but then my wife said, don't do it. If you get that, Brianna, don't do it. Get fame. Don't let men hold you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, she's man. Not, she's, not to get married. Uh, she's a cute young lady. I'm sure the guys will be lining up, but you know what? Take your time, get your career rolling. Got time for and, that. Uh, then you got time for that. You got plenty of time for that. My wife just so happens to be married to the host of an amazingly awesome radio program. That lucky woman that she is. Yeah. We just got room service, so I'm super stoked. <laughs> <laughs> room service. Ladies and gentlemen, Jewel Tady did finally acu- um, acquire. I almost said that accumulate thing again. Accumulate. Acquired. <laughs> She acquired uh, some beverage, so congratulations to Jewel. I'm still drinking out of the Stanley Cup. But, uh, cheers. Um, cheers. And you know what I like? We had a 19-year-old country star on here, and she already knows about tequila. So God bless America right there. Nice. Another tequila cowgirl. Another tequila cowgirl. She already said that she's uh, not going to be a drinking fan. Good for I know. you. God. Yeah, good for you. That's, yeah, good for you, <laughs> because that means more for us. <laughs> More for us. So let's play one more Brianna James song, as we promised. Uh, I knew we uh, said three. So we're going to do three. We'll do one more. Um, and it's funny, like I always say, I hate to beat the dead horse, but I was, I'm not like a huge country fan. But when we get country artists on here, I love them. I get into their music because they're very mm-hmm. down to earth. They always have great things to say. This song uh, is called uh, If It Wasn't For Me. And quite frankly, Brianna James, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have a guest on the stoop tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, quite lovely, great young lady, and we're going to play one more from her. It's called If It Wasn't 
before me by Brianna James, about three minutes and 50 seconds. We'll be back to you shortly. Enjoy the song right here on the Stoop Radio Show. And thanks for listening. Check out Brianna James. Practically made ya, and now the other perfect guy. They all wanna take ya. That is where I realized my first mistake. I changed your ways. I showed you things you should've never seen. The kind of guy we all wanna find. 'Cause obviously it ain't just me. But when she's kissing your neck, you'll be feeling my lips Staring into her eyes, you'll be thinking of mine My voice in your head ever since you left You can try to pretend, but you'll never forget That if it wasn't for me She wouldn't be in your car, falling hard from the passenger seat If it wasn't for me She wouldn't ever even notice some boy with insecurities I taught you to play, I showed you the way It's all my If it wasn't for me, oh, if it wasn't for me, I can't escape how it's my fault, and I can't change the you went to cause I didn't think about giving you all my attention when leaving a room. Obsession, now they're getting in line for your selection Why are you forgetting about me? But when she's kissing your neck, you'll be feeling my lips Staring into her eyes, you'll be thinking of mine My voice in your head ever since you left You can try to pretend, but you'll never forget That if it wasn't for me, she wouldn't be in your car Falling hard from the passenger seat If it wasn't for me Never even noticed some boy with insecurities. I taught you to play, I showed you the way. It's all my fault, you wouldn't ever change. If it wasn't for me, it would still be me, it would still be me. Yeah. Ain't no charity, ain't no room for three. Piece of crap, no good on the air. If it wasn't for me, I'd still be taking those hits and letting you treat me like this. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be in your car, falling hard from the passenger seat. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't ever even notice some boy with insecurities. I taught you to play, I showed you the way. It's all my fault, you wouldn't ever change. If it wasn't for me. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. If it wasn't for me by tonight's very special guest, the lovely Miss Brianna James, up-and-coming country star. She's going to make news fast. I read a lot of articles about her, and a lot of people are very much into her music and her style and everything she's got going on. Uh, young lady, 19 years old, but I'll tell you what, pretty cool. She's got her finger on the pulse. She's going to make some great moves. We're very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Huh? Like I said, I'm I'm into it. And um, we got to get her on the East Coast. Like I said, we got to do that stoop palooza thing. Get some investors. It's that seriously is my bucket list. I know. Get all of the musical acts. That'd be great. That would be great. Uh, can you imagine a show that would feature the likes of Brianna James and uh, Danielle Taylor and Tony Chen and Sagan Amory and uh, Lilith in the Night and, and just on and on and on. Sheena. Dead, uh, uh, Sheena. Um, House Winner. House Far Fame. That would be like the greatest show probably ever. We would be like concert icons. Yeah, we'd be like Jay-Z. We would take over Jay-Z's Made in America. It'd be made on the stoop. Not really, because the they're, already, <laughs> they're already big. <laughs> yeah, no, right. We just, uh, we just stuck them up. Um, it was all us. But it's good. <laughs> I always, you know, I always do the fun stuff. I like to reach out to uh, the guests that we have access to on social media. Um, thank Brianna. And, of course... She thanked us, said she had a lot of fun, definitely up to doing it again. We'd love to have her on. She's great. I uh, got some oh. positive feedback from people that are listening. I'd like to say hello to uh, a listener, one of my very best friends of all time. I see you're out there listening, Mr. Steve Giordano. Steve, good evening. Hi to you and your wife and your family. Thanks for tuning in to the stoop. We love Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. We love it. We thank you to everybody that shows up here and comes out and listens. And we're working on things. You know, there's a there's an outside chance that there's a big, wide live studio that we may be able to pop into. And uh, the, the goal is to have kind of like a stupid party. People all gather around and listen to me and Jewel and watch us be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I just got yeah. a big thumbs up from me and Steve <laughs> on text message that I dropped his name. I love dropping people's names because I love so much when people listen. And I've known Steve, well, since I was um, in, God, in like grade school, like fourth grade. And he's been the solid awesome. part of my life. He's in my wedding. Uh, terrific, 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 terrific people. You need people like that in your life. Positive influence. Good guy. He's here listening tonight. And uh, he's a big country music fan, I'm sure. So thanks for that. Very cool. Very cool. I'm becoming a country music fan. I love all kind of music. That's why I love doing this, this show, to get more music. We do have to curb from music for a moment. We do have to change the subject. We've got to change the pace. And we're going to talk about E-A-G-L-E-S. That's right, goddammit. This Saturday, drop everything. I don't care what you're doing. If you live in the Philadelphia area, or you're a fan of the Eagles, drop everything. This is serious shit. Saturday, 3.30, the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Atlanta Falcons. And, you know, I know a lot of people worry about Nick Foles. I know a lot of people worry about how well the Falcons did against the Rams. But I'm here to tell you, this is Philadelphia PA USA. And I know uh, our man Carson's been injured. He got hurt. Changed the uh, outlook on this team. But the Eagles come in as a three-point underdog against the Falcons. Jewel, first of all. How pissed off are you that your hometown badass boys are three-point underdogs? 
And don't hold back. Uh, I love being the underdog. And we usually are the underdogs, so I have no problem with it. I love it, too. I like being the underdog. I like cocky ass Matt Ryan. And, you know, some people say, well, you've got to root for Matt Ryan because he's from the area. Fuck Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan can kiss my ass. I can care less about him. I want him and that Julio Jones and that Devontae Freeman to all get their ass kicked. It's going to be a close game because our quarterbacking is a little less than stellar with Foles as compared to Wentz. Uh, defense has come up real tough. I think the running game plays big here. And, you know, we went out, made a trade to get Jay Ajay for a reason, for games like this. Uh, my legit football expertise, as I like to call it, uh, is following my gut. And I'm going to say the Eagles do get this one. It's going to be close. It's going to be about a 20, let's go 23-20 kind of thing. Um, it's going to be some sloppy plays. It's going to take a couple lucky breaks. I think we can produce that. And the city of Philadelphia is going to rejoice, and we're going to host the NFC Championship game, something we, we did a, quite a few times back in the Donovan McNabb era. And this team is ready. And, uh, you know, if they, for some reason, don't win, I'm not that afraid. we got the nucleus of a terrific team that's got a big feature ahead. Julia, dare to take a stab and make a prediction? Uh, I think it's going to be close, too. Um. Yeah, I I'm saying like we really have some work to do. The defense hasn't been on point like they should be. Foles has his work cut out, but if he just holds it together and just makes it through, we can pull it out. So I'm excited. It's going to be a good game regardless. Yeah, it's um, it's just going to be a good game. I'm very excited for it. Um. I'm going to be tuning in. I can't wait. I'm off this Saturday, and, you know, give me some wings. I'm not. Give me, uh, oh, my God. I only have to work till 3, though, so I'm hoping, like, they'll let me the hell go. It's like a party. Who has a party in Philadelphia when the Eagles game's going on? Agreed. That is the party. People love That's to the party. <laughs> my, um, we toured the idea of going down. My, uh, my wife uh, was toying, toying with the idea of going down. And, uh, yeah, tickets, the cheapest ticket we found so far is like uh, $300. Oh, my God. Yeah, so 300 hours a ticket, I don't know, $30 a beer, $70 of park, whatever the hell it is. My sister actually went down to the New Year's Eve game. I watched her children while she went, and they froze their asses off because it was like 10 below zero. Um, and that's the game they just, you know just lost <laughs> yeah but, they kind of uh, just laid down and tanked it up but uh this is a big one i understand you know yeah. i understand the ticket prices are so high and as much as i'd like to be there i don't mind being home she actually wants to go out and um she wants to go out and watch the game somewhere but that's cool the only problem is so many there's so many armchair quarterbacks out there who want um to drop their two cents in so. mm-hmm. Watching from him, I'm the only jackass. I get to hear myself yell. I'll critique it. I'll tell you what they're doing wrong. Right here from my yeah. very own house. <laughs> no, I can't listen to the freaking announcers. They get on my nerves. Well, you know, that's part of the game. And I, I you know, I like announcers that talk down to us. I like being underdogs. I like all that stuff that kind of works in our favor. So, uh, good luck to our Philadelphia Eagles. Three-point underdogs. The Stoop here likes them this week. Um a couple other games coming up. New England Patriots will take on the Tennessee Titans. The game is in the 
Boston. I go Patriots all the way. Even with a 13.5-point spread, I think I ran over their head. I know. A lot of people don't like going on. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to host the Jacksonville Jaguars. After I seen last week from Jacksonville, I think that's Pittsburgh all the way. And the game I'm looking forward to outside the Eagles game, here's a huge one. The New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. This is going to be good. A top-flight offense meets an absolutely stud-filled defense. It, it's going to be something. It's going to be a great game. Uh, I give Minnesota the, the nod. I think they've got something very special this year. Super Bowls in Minnesota, which makes it interesting, but they got to get through Philadelphia first. So that's my um, my quick picks. Eagles, Patriots, Steelers, and Vikings. Jules got the same picks. She showed me on a piece of paper. Well, I would just love to see a PA Super Bowl. I think that'd be awesome. And just to kick uh, you know, freaking Pittsburgh's yeah. ass because I hate Pittsburgh. I mean, I really hate Pittsburgh. I went to Penn State, and it was like 60-40, and it was like all Pittsburgh fans. And so I would just love to, like, crush Pittsburgh. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, I, I agree with that. I would, you know, everybody wants to see Pittsburgh get beat down uh, by the Eagles uh, in all PA Super Bowl. And like I said before, an all PA Super Bowl would be awesome. If that was the case, they should move the site from from Minnesota to State College. State College. State College. Right in the middle where, you know, fans No, that would work. Stadium, 110,000 yeah. seats. That will work. That's there been my go. idea for a year. I always thought if the two of them got Beaver. together, they should relocate the Super Bowl. Beaver Stadium. College. Beaver Stadium. That would be, God, I, man, that would be something else. 110,000 people all sitting on hard cold steel bleachers. Yeah. It's a, you gotta, a sight there, but the seating sucks. <laughs> it does suck. Yeah, it does. But, it's fun out there. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cold. Let's get to uh, another topic here, and it's our good friends at the Coca-Cola Company, and they're trying to revamp uh, its Diet Coke product, featuring new cans, new designs, new flavors. I believe there's... Um, there's an orange. There's a uh, a cherry. Um, I don't remember the other ones. I, I apologize for that. But there's a couple different flavors that they're bringing in that help revamp Diet Coke. And they said it's sales and then plummeting. Uh, I'm not a diet soda fan. Are you a diet soda fan? Do you drink diet soda? If I drink soda, it has to be diet. Um, especially right. Diet Coke. I'm I'm saying Diet Coke is the one I buy the most. I try not to drink soda all week, but when I do drink alcohol, I like, you know, Captain and Diet Coke. That's my go-to. Um, but, you know, I live inside the city, and the soda tax is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. that has something to do with the plummeting sales, because you go buy a two-liter, and it's $4. That's a joke. I tried to buy a Gatorade the other day, and it was $3. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't like flavors a lot. I mean, Vanilla Coke is probably one thing, but it's not like I just rather have plain Jane Diet Coke um, and Captain Morgan. That always helps. I can't just drink like straight <laughs> soda unless really? it's like the only plain soda I'll drink is like cream or like birch beer down the shore. That's like a a thing, but I'm not, I swore off soda, and so that's that's why I like. <laughs> do you like? I try do you like to. Soda? I try to. Yeah, I, I like soda. Diet soda, absolutely not. The, the taste of it actually turns my stomach. My wife knows this. I can kind of smell out a diet. Like, I could actually smell a diet soda. I know it's diet, and it makes me kind of sick. Uh, I've been yeah. trying to quit soda. I've been off it for a while, and then we had a party, and we had, like, a couple cases of soda. So I got all the soda in my house again. Um, 
If I keep drinking beer, to curb the urge to drink soda. Smart. Now, what about do you like Coke Zero? Because that tastes like Coke, but it's not. It doesn't have all the shit in it. It is Diet Coke, caffeine, caffeine-free Coke, Coke Zero, Coke, and a little dime baggie. No, it's not my stuff. It's got to oh, be. <laughs> it's got to be the regular old Coca-Cola product. See, if I'm tired and there's no coffee, I'll reach for like a Diet Mountain Dew because that that'll get me wired. But you know, it doesn't have the calories. But it's still it's still blue chew, so yeah. I only drink Coke when it's a four liquor. <laughs> yeah, four liquor. Like I'll drink a cup of coffee at nine o'clock at night and it won't affect me one bit. So I don't you know that stuff mm-hmm. doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Um more disasters in California. I'm starting to wonder why people even live in California anymore. Now we are at mudslides. We've had fires, we have earthquakes, um, you name it. Now we have mudslides. Uh, some casualties already. Um, would you dare live in California right now? I mean, it's just been one thing after another. But, like, on the East Coast, we've had sub-zero temperatures, like, all week. So it's like, where can you live? <laughs> That's not a danger zone. Um, yeah, I mean, I I would love to visit. But I don't think I would live there. And plus the taxes are higher, right? It's like if you live on the coast, you have to pay a higher tax for, like, flooding and such. Is that true? And earthquake yeah, taxes? Yeah, exactly. But I want, to walk by a, I want to walk by a taco stand in the L.A. area and have a taco with Steve Haley. You should. We should make a stoop <laughs> trip. Stoop <Yeah>. family. <laughs> make stoop family trips just about everywhere. Um but yeah, I mean that's uh, the, the they did look disasters. I know. And um, you know, we talk about the natural disasters, all the money that's going out to natural disasters. We talked about that on Monday's show, um, and it's crazy. And everybody, you know, you can ride a president all you want about different subjects, but when it comes to um, disaster relief, that's tough. And not to mention, if you remember. Not to bring up a touchy subject, but do you remember California wanted to separate itself from the United States? No, they didn't. <laughs> uh, when um, when Trump first got elected, if you remember, California was the state that said you know they want to separate from the United States. Uh, oh, then so, I yeah, moved to California. <laughs> yeah, where would where would you be right now though? You would have a whole shitload of trouble. Am I right? Yeah, but it seems like it's only affecting, like, certain places. Like, I have a lot of family in California, and they're just – they're not touched somehow by all of these things. It depends. It depends on what part, I'm sure, but I, I it just scares me. I thought living there is a little frightening at the moment, so keep California out of our list. Oh, and the tsunamis? Did you hear about the impending tsunamis in, like, New Mexico yes. and Florida and all that? Oh, my God. That oh shit God. scares me. I mean, That's yeah, the earthquake or whatever, but a huge freaking wave coming at your head. Oh, you're done. You're done. Like, bye. It's actually my biggest fear. My biggest fear in life is to die by drowning. Drowning is scary. Yeah. yeah. Or getting eaten by a sea monster while you're drowning. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <That laughs> you get a little carried away, but okay. All right. Oh, that reminds me. I was going to tell you, did you hear about that woman who got the flesh-eating disease by eating oysters? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's real. No. Oh my God, that's so scary. 
and then I heard that, and then they're like, fish is so good for your children. Like, it makes them so much smarter. Have fish once a week. And it's like, oysters kill people. <laughs> what? I know, right? You can't win. Um, no oyster would survive the alcohol content level of my body. I think yeah. an oyster would get drunk and pass out before I had a chance to eat any of my flesh. So I think we're good. Oh, my God. I think we're good. That's like my brother. He can have, like, the worst sickness in the world, and he'll just, like... <laughs> Go straight for the vodka and be like, "Oh, this will kill everything." <laughs> and he Apparently, really does. <laughs> when I was uh, in my teens, it's funny we talked to Brianna. She was talking about drinking tequila as a 19-year-old kid. When I was in uh, my teens, my father just gave me gin when I had a lot of congestion, and it it would break up the congestion. It tastes like ass. So it would Ugh, break up the congestion. Gin. It's disgusting. He tried the same I trick with my brother, so and my much. brother threw it up all over the floor. That's nasty stuff. Uh, I felt kind of bad. I took like two shots of gin, and he looked at me like, hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Never had it before, but it wasn't too bad. (laughs) Sucking down gin like water. Yeah, I know. That was the... Seriously, one of the worst hangovers I've ever had was on just straight gin. I was shot for shot with my cousin. (laughs) That stuff is nasty. Even the red shit. Was that slow gin? It looks yummy, but it's disgusting. It looks good with that old red color, and it, ooh. It's gross. So nasty. Stick to what I know. That's my lesson for the young ones. Just stick to what you know. Captain, beer, and like sometimes red shots. That's it. I've been known to have have beer before. Yeah. I like it. Stanley Cup is uh, withering away slowly, emptying as we speak. So let's tell everybody about what is coming up on a stupid radio show in the very near future. And we're starting off with uh, Monday's show, which is Martin Luther King Day, uh, Monday the 15th, from the Netflix series Godless, which is gaining a lot of momentum, and I actually started peering into this show also. Sarah Minich, well, the young actress, is going to be on the show. We're going to talk to her about the uh, new series Godless. We're going to talk to her about her career, so we're very excited about that. January 17th, the Dreambox Mechanics and Tree Theater on the stoop. More local music. We're also about the great Jewel Tady, Dreambox Mechanics, and Tree Theater. Very excited for local music. We love the local acts. Can't wait to have them on our show. Speaking of local acts, we're finally going to get the chance to sit down and have that interview. We waited for Vita and the Wolf. Oh! Oh, yeah, we're very excited for that. Very talented band with a lot of good stories, a lot of good backgrounds. We're looking very forward to that. The 24th. The stoop is going to bring you na 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 Robin. He's going to do Batman. Burt Ward from the 1966 Batman television series. Burt Ward, who played Robin, will be on the show. We're going to talk to him about the this new museum expo, the Batman expo. They actually have part. I read into it tonight. The old Batcave and all kind of stuff from the original Batman series. The debut of it is actually on the 12th which is uh, two days away. Burt Ward will be there. Lee Merriweather will be there. And other cash from the original 1966 Batman show. Very cool. So that's uh, Very cool. what they got going on right now. Very cool. And uh, we have a lot more um, in the works. We have uh, – let me check something out real quick here. My apologies. Got a quick message here. And now we're back. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, we have uh, on the 29th – we're going to go club – We've done country music. We've done um, 
rock music, we've done folk music, we're going to go club music with an excellent artist, a billboard chart, look at Jewel getting down, go a little club music, go Jewel, uh, Kendra Erica, she's got music climbing the billboard chart, she's also open for Jason Derulo, so she'll have some fun stories for that, um, we can't wait to hear from her on the stoop on the 29th, and uh, we recently made a uh, another connection today, we don't have an official date, but a... Uh, Great actor from the new Lethal Weapon series, young man by the name of Jonathan Fernandez, will announce his date soon. He's going to be coming up in a couple of weeks on the stoop. Very excited to have him. A lot of viewers going out, a lot of things in the works. We're going to have a lot more great guests as 2018 continues to build and explode right here on the Stoop Radio Show. How's that sound, Joel? Ow, ow! I'm so ow, excited. Ow. I'm very excited, too. Uh, you know, you can't help but be excited. Um... What else? Give us something out of the ordinary that you heard today or the last two days. Give us something different, something you said, oh, I'm dying to talk about. Because anything, give us something. Hmm. <laughs> well done. Uh, shit, I don't know. Um, yeah, I got nothing, dude. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of dead air. Um, so, uh, I mean... I try to get the quick buzz, read in the shit, and, and see things on the side, and there really is nothing exciting today at all. <laughs> There's nothing exciting about <laughs> oh, the world. Oh, I got something. Harvey Weinstein Go got slapped in the face. How about that? Whack, whack. Whack, whack. That's a guy that deserves a slap in the face. Um, yeah. Do we know who did it? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was by a man at a restaurant. <laughs> hey! They're like, they're like, that was a How wimp punk slap. Yeah. I'm like, boom. That might have been the worst story I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't have it prepared. I just know that he got slapped in the face. (laughs) God. That's about as bad as it gets. But, nevertheless, nice piece of information. (laughs) Right here on the Stoop Radio Show. So, again, Monday night, we're going to be joined here by the amazing Sarah Minich. It's very exciting. I can't wait for that. I'd like to take a few moments out to thank tonight's guest, the beautiful, lovely, talented Brianna James. She was excellent. Played three of her songs. Don't forget BriannaJamesMusic.com. You can find Brianna James on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter. It's um, B-R-I-E-A-N-N-A, Brianna James, which is self-explanatory, J-A-M-E-S. Great girl, great time, great show. Um, we play her music. Don't forget to find her music on Spotify and Apple Music. Support these young artists that we're bringing to you on the stoop because they're really pretty good. Yes, they're all great. I'm a fan. You all should be a fan. Go listen to her music. It's on everything. It's on my. I have an Android, but it's on my Napster, and she's just doing it. Another young artist just doing it big. Absolutely, and. Um, Speaking of Androids and all that good stuff, um, Galaxy announced the Galaxy S9 will be out in March. I'm an iPhone guy, so it doesn't matter to me. Does it seem like they're like in a race to get to the higher number? I mean, iPhone's got the X, which is supposed so to be the stupid. 10, yes, and we got a Galaxy 9. Um, it's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, there's a new phone out every year. Like, do you really need a new phone every year? 
I'll tell you what, I lost my phone for an entire year. It, it was an entire year. And I went back to the store. I'm like, hey, I just found this old phone. I would like to turn it on, please. And they were like, is this our phone? I'm like, yeah, it's your phone. It's just an older model. Like, I would like to get this phone turned on. And she gave me, like, a huge attitude. Try to sell me a new phone. I'm like, I don't want a new phone. I just want my old phone that has nothing wrong with it. And they don't like that. So now, all of a sudden... It slows down, right? So I'm, like, forced to get a freaking new phone. It's like you can't win. Freaking technology. Yeah. Makes you wonder if that stuff is uh, processed. Makes you wonder. It is. Like, if they, if they pull the trigger on you when you least expect it. But, you yeah, know, they do. Netflix, they admitted it. it. We're slaves to it. Yep. I'm in on it. Black Mirror, man. You got to watch Black Mirror. It's coming true. All of it. I started watching uh, Skins last night. On about teenagers. <laughs> it, it's good, though. It's it's actually very – it's about uh, these British kids, and they are uh, about as dysfunctional as hell. But it's pretty funny. It's um, some sad stuff, some funny stuff. The one kid's like an absolute nerd who's still a virgin. There's one girl who's got an eating disorder, and she's like a total space cadet. What they would just, you like, compare to, like, like a shameless – Kinda. I mean, they're not family, but they're they're oh, dysfunctional okay. young kids. Is it on Netflix? Show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was uh, I was half asleep. I woke up to it as it started, and uh, I watched. My wife likes watching any any kind of TV show. She'll give a shot to, and uh, this is one of them. It's pretty good. Anything no, that I was anything that um, takes away that scandal off my TV, I'm all for. I know. Uh, well, I was telling Jeff before we came on, I watched um, End of the Fucking World. With It's like a new Netflix show. It's uh, it's pretty much the, some of the cast from Black Mirror, and it's really twisted. It's like a kid, and he's like Dexter. Like He thinks he's a serial killer. He kills all these animals, and then he meets this girl. And, um, yeah, they do a bunch of shit, but it's, pretty, it's worth watching. It's just one season. That's it. And, um, yeah, I was addicted to it, and I ran through it, and uh, it was enjoyable. All right, they all talk with British accents that I can't. <laughs> kind of like they do in Skins. Everybody got a British accent. My British that, accent. Sir. We need Lilith there. back on. <laughs> Lilith has the greatest. Lilith has the greatest British accent ever. That's why when she comes on, God. I just love it. I go listen to that woman talk all night. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she would have already called in. And she would let me have it. I, you know I who had really anything. thick accents? Uh, the Dead South. They were like, you know what that was all about. A boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're really excited about the next tour, uh, you know. Yeah, very you cool. You know. Yeah, I, I can't very do good. accents. Me neither. I, 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 don't even, I don't even do a good English accent. I sound like a jackass even talking right get it. We should do that one night, have an accent off. An accent off? Well, like different countries. I can guarantee you're losing that one because I'm the worst. <laughs> This is my uh, United States. Uh, uh, oh no! I'm pretty bad. This is my United States of America accent, and that kind of sucks already. So, <laughs> already off to a bad start. We should have a Jeez. beer drink. We should have a beer drink off. Not just like between us, but like an entire studio full of knuckleheads drinking beer. That'd be nice. You know what else we can have? Like a a Philadelphia off. Like neighborhood off. That'd be fun. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That's a good idea. Your level of offense is uh, hilarious. 
Shit. Good stuff. Shit. Another great episode of the Stupid Radio Show. So we're going to pack it in here. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to pack it in here. Uh, because we've definitely, like, we've, like, surpassed the uh, shit hits the fan segment and the beer sizzling as long as I'm well-behaved while our guests are on. I guess everything is hunky-dory. Yeah. I said hunky-dory on the air, so you know you're running out of material. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's cut it again for tonight. Again, a huge thanks to our very special guest, Brianna James. Lovely young lady. Sent us some nice little kudos on Facebook, so we thank you for that. She was terrific. Her music's great, and we look forward to listening to her again real soon. Remember, Saturday, 3.30, support your Eagles, Eagles Atlanta Falcons. The Shark has uh, been horrible with picks. This year, we still stick with the Eagles, and hopefully my bad streak ends because we need a big Eagles win here. And that's it. Uh, for the amazing, the lovely, the beautiful, the incredible, the amazing co-host, Miss Jewel Tate, I am Jeff the Shark Farini, thanking you all for listening and reminding everybody out there to not be a female napkin. Feminine napkin. You got it messed up. <laughs> feminine napkin. Do not be a feminine try it again. Do not be a feminine napkin. And don't flush feminine napkins or condoms down the toilet. Don't be a douche. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nicely done. Uh, remember, um, Twitter at Stoop Radio One, Facebook State Radio Network. Drop us a hashtag fuck Atlanta. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's get excited. Let's hear it. Bird gang. Battle of the birds. Battle of my bird. Go down. (laughs) Battle of my bird to go on in a minute in the bathroom because I got to take a leak. So that's the battle of the bird right there. Bird versus toilet. Toilet's going to win. All right. I'll let you go. All right. (laughs) You just first checked at me. All right. I'll let you go. All right. All right, mate. That's it. Yeah, that's Done. definitely time to cut the cord. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will we'll talk to you Monday with Sarah Minich. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.